podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When you get a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt, it comes from the police. And from your mother. And your best friend. And your family. We want you to buckle up every trip, every time. Three out of four people ejected from a vehicle in a crash will die. If you won't do it for yourself, do it for us. We like having you around. Click it or ticket. A message from the Michigan Office of Highway Safety Planning. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. Uh, it is Gav. We are four minutes late. Um, that's my fault, completely and utterly my fault. I'm sorry about that. Uh, this show was brought to you by the Paddy Power. It is an app. It is a website. It is a bookies. You know how it works by now. If you want to gamble, uh, look, try gamble with uh, Paddy Power. If, if you don't gamble, Look, that's fine as well. Don't be, don't be, uh, don't be panicking. It's not for you, and that is absolutely and utterly fine. Uh, with me tonight on the show, I have my good friend Damo. Damo, how are you, my man? Not a bother. I just wish I had you around when I started back and I'm Harry Power originally because I'm losing me bollocks with him at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that, <laughs> Damo, is it? Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty bored, man. All right. But, uh, you soldier on. With soldier on, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Damo, I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Sheffield United game tomorrow. Um, I want to talk about the sponsorship deal that's a bit, a bit has come out about today. Um, and I want to talk about anything else that comes in on, on the chat, I suppose. Um, anything at all, whatever comes in, we, we'll have it, we'll have a chat about it. I always keep the chat up on the screen so we can see as much as I possibly can and then we we'll go from there. But, um, just, Demo, first things first, we, we got, we, I wanted to, sorry, I want to talk about the other fixtures as well that over the weekend. I'll get them up. There's a few interesting ones there for me. So I just want to get a quick thought on them from both of us and maybe a prediction. Um, it's something I'm going to do, um, you know, the day before the, the fixture starts or Friday night more than likely. And I'll do that most Fridays. Um, Chris Brack says his tickets for the League Cup are sorted. Little girls first game at Anfield. Happy days, Chris. Good man yourself. Um, but Damo, just starting with us, I, we, we were talking about Sheffield United last night, but and in the WhatsApp group today, we were talking about it. A lot of lads feel we'll win, but feel it'll be a tough game. Have you seen much of Sheffield United so far this season, Damo? No, but I actually seen a bit of them last season. Um, funny enough, like it, kind of uh, at the minute now, the, the misses is working. So I fuck all the day on a Monday or Tuesday night, or, and I'm watching myself watching a lot of Championship football last year. And your man's created a dog on the side in there. Um, and I was actually speaking to a guy in walk today. And it's probably the first game that I've felt all season that I'm a little bit nervous about going into. Um, I don't think they're going to be a pushover by, by any means. They do like to kind of keep things tight. And they do like to attack you uh, very, very quickly on the break. Which kind of has found us a little bit susceptible to that this year. Because we play so high and we're willing to come on to teams. Uh, they will love to exploit that. And they're not afraid to work hard. And I think that's what I, I, I fear a little bit with them because they are a very workmanlike team. 
on top of having and being well set up and they will like the counter. So they have got a couple of positives about them that could hurt us. I, I still think we probably have too much firepower for them on the day, but it is a game that I'm not looking forward to. I, I, I hate early kickoffs and I've just always hated games at uh, Sheffield United, whatever it is. I just, I, I feel we'd never play well there. So I'm just hoping we go there, do a professional job, get the three points and get out. I don't think it's going to be a, a, a game that will kind of wet our appetite as, and, and come, we'll come waiting that saying, off. Oh, we, we blitz them. I hope we do. But I, I just think these might have a little bit about them to cause us a few problems tomorrow. Well, do you know what, Damo? I've I seen highlights of them. You know, uh, I think they opened the season away to Bournemouth. Um, and they got a late, a late goal there. Um, the guy's name escapes me. Billy Sharp gets, I think he gets an equaliser near the end of the game. They, they get beaten at home by Southampton. They beat Palace at home, I think. They get a draw away at Chelsea when they're 2-0 down and get back to 2-2, if I remember rightly. And, yeah. and, and the Everton Monday, and they were coming back off the back of a defeat at home by Southampton. And they, sh- I think they had a goal disallowed for VAR in that game to go 1-0 up and eventually got beaten 1-0. But they go to Everton and I watched the whole game last weekend. Um, you know, Liverpool went on till the Sunday. I was sitting here at 3 o'clock. I said, here, I watched one of the games. I stuck on Everton just to see what was going on. And you know what? I tell you what it was about them. You said dogged. Dogged is a decent word for it, but I will tell you that they are extremely well drilled. Um, yeah. extremely, extremely well drilled. You know, they, 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 they had a set up there and, and they were very clued into what Everton were trying to do, um, very quickly. And what they done with Everton was, instead of letting Everton play through the middle of the pitch and get Sigurdsson involved and maybe Richarlison doing things and, you know, um, and Moise Keane, instead of letting them get through the middle, they pushed them out wide and they allowed Everton to get to the end line. They allowed that, yeah. and they just felt that we'll deal with anything coming across here. We we will deal with it, and they done it extremely well. They didn't play a hell of a lot of football. They got lucky with the, with the own goal by Yerry Mina to make a one nil, and then you know they 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 held their ground. They held their ground. They they done everything on the break then for a second goal. Um, Guy Musa got the second, and everything were all over the place. They were they were they, they Tia Walker a right back for the last twenty minutes. You know, they, it, it was mad. So they, they are very dogged. They're extremely organized. I, I can see this one demo tomorrow being one where Liverpool has to be, um, really on it for a fight, but yeah. have to be really intelligent in the way they play balls. I think slinging balls in the box won't be the thing. It, they'll have to break this side down. I think so too. Um, like, as you said, they're, they're fairly well set up. And that's what I took from watching a lot of them last year. I didn't see a whole pile of them this year. Now I have to admit. Uh, but I, I would assume that they've only got better from last year. Um, you, you would have kind of assumed that stepping up the level to the Premier League, they, they probably added a little bit more quality into the side as well. But that was one thing that struck me last year, um, was that they don't give a lot of chances up. Um, what my fear is, is that if they do nick a goal early, or they nick a goal in the game, like last week with Everton, they are going to be very hard to peg back uh, and, and, and get into the game against them. So I'm hoping... That air lads just show up with the head screwed on in the morning, do a professional job and get, get in and get out with the three points. Um, because if, if you get into kind of showing up down there, thinking this team is going to roll over for you and you're going to take three points, you're going to be in for a big shock, I think. Um, it's, it's, it's a tight ground. Um, to be up for it. The fans would be up for it. That's for definite. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a game that, that's not sitting well with me just at the minute. Um, I think it's one that could become a banana skin for us but I just hope we're professional enough tomorrow to get the job done it's lucky enough now the lads have had a week off they haven't had to play during the week 
So the lads would be fresh at least because he looked a bit leggy in the last game. Um, so I'm hoping that the lads are nice and fresh in the morning and just have the head screwed on and get on them early. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, North Red here is saying he reckons 3-0 to the Reds. He has Salah for two and Van Dijk to score. Uh, Stephen Max says this Liverpool team is like no previous LFC team since the 80s. There's no need to be worried. Um, there's no need to be worried. And, and to be honest with you, I go into games and I, I think, you know what, Liverpool will look after this. Even Chelsea last week, I felt Chelsea will have a spell in the game and different bits, you know, and I knew when, they were, when we were 2-0 up at half time. Chelsea will have a spell. We, we could have put that to bed early in the second half, but they did have a decent spell with, with what, 15 minutes to go or so. They were kind of on top, I thought. Um, but I always feel Liverpool will look after it. This is a different test This to, to kind of anything we've seen this season. I'm being honest with you. You know, Norwich came out and were blasted away. Arsenal is as good as people Arsenal said Arsenal where they weren't. Liverpool were in tour gear. You know, um, Burnley, you know, Nice professional performance, Chelsea. You know, we, we've we've done the job. Newcastle, we've done the job. This is a different one. This is going to be an away game where, like always, we'll have a lot of the ball. But I think it's going to be one where these are literally going to sit there and go, right, let's let's see what you've got. They are going to go that pragmatic in the game. Do you know what I mean? Um, but the lineup, uh, demo. A lot of people are saying it'll be the the standard Champions League final lineup, bar Adrian for Allison. Do you see anything different to that? No, I think that's fairly nailed on for tomorrow. I think Wednesday's lineup with, with Milner starting our left back Wednesday, there's no chance he starts tomorrow. So it looks like it's going to be Ronaldo, Fabinho, and Henderson in the middle. And that's the only ones that's really rotating in the starting eleven for the main games at the minute. It seems to be that the, the middle three is the only one to rotate three. Um, so I think it's it's pretty much nailed on tomorrow. But the starting eleven is going to be it'll probably the same as last last weekend. Yeah, no, I, th- I think so as well. I think I think I, I can't see anybody breaking their way into that side. Just on one thing, you know, Shakiri is out injured. I don't know if Rigi looks like he's back in training. <coughs> Mane is the same, so it looks like Mane will start. A few people have mentioned Harvey Elliott maybe getting on the bench in place of Shakiri. Is it something you could see happening? I don't see why not. Like I thought he was excellent the other night, and if the kid is good enough, he's old enough for me, you know. And we shouldn't be looking at his age. I thought he was. He looked an exciting prospect the other night, you know, and. And a couple of times I've seen him in the preseason, he, do, he does look like he's got something about him. Um, I, I don't see why not. You, you possibly could have a look at him because he, he's he's the type of player you could bring into a game that's not going your way, and you could come up with a bit of genius. Where like, if Shakiri's out, like who else are you going to look to on the bench to do that? There's nobody else really there at the minute. Is there to add a little bit of flair? So yeah, I, I don't see why not. Like it's. He's, he put it this way, he's played himself into the reckoning of what he done the other night. Now, I know it was the League Cup and I know it was just the MK Dons. Uh, it's a disrespectful to them, but he looked like he played himself. He'd he, he done himself a lot of favours. I, I, I really thought he was an excellent performance by him. And why not throw him in there now tomorrow? That, that's where I look at it. If, if there's a spot there on the bench, get him into it, I think. Do you know what? I agree with you. I think if there's a spot there and, and there is something there for you, and you know, he's, he's, he plays in a position similar to the player that's missing, and he is an option, let him be an option. You know, Northred here is saying, no, give her, give him another couple of cup outings. Um, and look, yeah, you could go down that road as well, but I just feel that he done well in a mixed kind of side, lad. Do you know? I'd love to see him. You know, if we are two or three in a up demo, and you're yeah. able to, and you're able to say to yourself, "Listen, we're going to take off one of the midfielders, and we're going to go four two three one, and I'm going to put, I'm going to stick um, him down the right or down the left, and I'm going to move Salah in to keep Salah on the right, put Mane behind for me, and I'll do something along them lines. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, 
you know, the kind of way, I don't see the problem in it. And it gives, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just another, now, well, I'm not saying do it every week, but if there's a little opportunity to drop him in there and take him back out there, and it's, it's another step in his development, isn't it? Oh, definitely. To have him around the fourth team squad as much as possible. Um, like the, the, the other night was a big step in his development for us. I thought he was excellent, as I said earlier on. They've, uh, but I, I, we both said there, if there's an opportunity tomorrow and there's a kind of a, a loose place on the bench, 100% I think he should be there because I think he's played himself in and he's done enough on Wednesday night to say, well, okay, we've kind of got a, player, a, a space here on the bench. You mightn't play, but you know what? We're going to put you in there anyway. I would much rather see that than, than, than see some all-season pro who's not going to add much to you coming off the bench, kind of sitting on the bench taking up space. You know, like it, I, I, I do think that you should always try to promote some youth somewhere. And I, I, I know you're always trying to balance the bench versus what you might need on, on the pitch. Uh, but as you said, Shakiri's out, he's injured. Um, and we have no other player that can do what, what that type of player does that can sit on the bench other than possibly Elliot. So why wouldn't you have him there? So, yeah, I, I definitely think we should be looking at at least have him on the bench tomorrow. It's not going to do the kid any harm, put it like that. He might get game time, but he'll get experience sitting with the lads on the bench and, and feeling what's like on the Premier League, might say. Yeah, you see, the thing is, Varigi is fit. He probably goes on the bench and you're probably looking at a toss-up between Brewster and, and Elliot for that spot. Unless he unless he just hammers it with, you know, Milner, Lalana, Oxlade, Chamberlain. That's three. Then he's probably looking at maybe Gomez is four. Um, you know, the... the Lonergan will probably be five or, you know, some along that line. So there is a couple of spots there, but we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Chris Brack has a couple of random questions. If a jogger can run at the speed of sound, can they still hear their iPod? No. They're running too fast to hear their iPod. Can a short person talk down to a taller person? No. Not really, I don't think. Do you, Damo? I'm not short, I'm tall. No, I'm short. Would I talk down to you, Damo? No, not normally, no. No, not normally, no. No, unless it's unless you're not getting the round in. Um, well, if my missus is smaller than she is, I was talking now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just, that's just <laughs> right of passage, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Grizz has called you Dano and then changed it to Damo. So that's that's good. Grizz is, um, Grizz is easing off the drink there. Uh, Al says, hi, Gav. Al, how are you, my man? How are you getting on? Um, but look, we, we just quickly, a prediction on it for tomorrow, Damo. What, what, what do you reckon? I reckon we could be going in the middle all at half time. Um, okay. I, I think I, I think we win the game. Um, possibly looking at 2-1, I think. Toy. But I, I don't think it's going to be easy. don't okay. think it's going to be easy. Well, kind of looking back historically on the games between us, I don't know, like, you can never kind of take previous games, but the last four times we've played Sheffield United, at Sheffield United, it's been a draw. We've lost 2-1 and we've played 2-0 up us the last four times we've played in there. So, as I'm saying, I don't think this is going to be easy by any stretch of imagination. But as one of the listeners, listeners said earlier on, this Liverpool side is something special at the minute. Um, it's different to any other Liverpool side that we've witnessed for a long, long time. And I think we might just have a little bit more tomorrow. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that, that, that we, we can get in and get out and get the three points here. Okay. Um, the sponsorship thing has come up today. Um, you know, there's a thing on in the high court, I think, at the minute between Nike and New Balance. New Balance are under the belief that if they match Nike's offer, they, they have a right to sign another contract. 
um, with Liverpool. It looks like Liverpool want Nike. The talk coming out of it is £20 million a year, basic. Um, and on top of that, Liverpool will get somewhere in the region of 20% of all merchandise sold. Um, the numbers being bandied around is somewhere between 75 and 100 million, um, a year. That's, that's an estimate. Um, nobody can put a, a definitive number on it, but, um, I just wanted to see, get your thoughts on it because, you know, when I seen 30 million come out, I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, but, you know, it sounds like a low figure. Then you do have 20% of all, all merchandise, whether that be jerseys, you know, anything branded with Nike and, and LFC on it. Um, do you think, do you think this is a good thing for Liverpool to be in the high court doing this? Do you think they should have, they could have got it dealt with outside of that? Or do you just think New Balance are just being a little bit of a nuisance because they see that the, the brand that they have and they're, and they're trying desperately to cling on to it? It looks like a lost cause, to be honest. Like, most sponsorship deals have a, have a time that, like any deal you do with somebody, like a term contract, it, it, it's for a set period of time. And then obviously it goes back out to tender. And if you lose it, you lose it. And it, it's your own tough shit. Um, obviously, Nike have come in with a better deal. Liverpool have seen it as a better deal for them, which they're entitled to do at the end of the day. Like it's, they have to do what's best for them. So I, I think it is a bit, probably a bit of bit of bullshit from, from New Balance possibly here. Um, they are probably looking at it saying, we, we've kind of got on board, which is when you were, let's call it spade a spade. When, we, when you kind of got on board with us, we probably weren't, the massive global brand we are now. Although we were that brand, the sleeping joint, ready to be that brand, we weren't there just yet. Now we're probably, at the minute, the, the absolute global brand out there where we're selling jerseys in every corner of the world now at the minute. We're selling merchandise everywhere. Uh, th- th- there's nowhere you can go. We can't buy jerseys. And I'm sure they're looking at it saying, we want, we want another piece of this action. Um, but the way I look at it, the, that that contract was up with us, whatever you put on the table didn't suit us, and they've lost. I know, it. So I know. I don't, I, I don't like this idea of, of of high courts and stuff like that. Mm. When you're not in the paper for all the wrong reasons, other than football, it's a bad, it's a bad reflection on things. Even if New Balance are just you know trying, you know, chancing their arm on something, it is still, it's still Liverpool in the high court dealing with sponsors, it, regardless of what way you look at it. You know that kind of way, and people will take their own belief from that you know what I'm saying? you know the way like even if you were in court as a witness and you know people go oh i seen him in court the other day oh, what was he in court for and you know what i mean um yeah. it's just a bad thing isn't it you know just yeah, it's a bad smell it just is a bad smell doesn't it? yeah just no, no listen it could completely it could come out come after afterwards that look liverpool were up well we're in the rights to do what they were doing new balance tried this uh, the court laughed that they were caught and that's that's fine but you don't want to come in over with a bit of any gray gray areas you know what i mean i know new balance i've seen today something around 28 million they, they pay per year and um, for liverpool um nike is 30 million um but you know, I I done I done some figures in this the other day or, or today, and twenty if they if they had to get twenty percent of all earnings and bring it up to seventy five million, we'd have to we'd have to sell something like two hundred and two hundred and thirty three million worth of merchandise a year to get yeah. to get our forty is a forty six 
back 47 back to get us to 77 so we'll, we'll have to we'll have to wait we'll have to wait and um we'll have to wait and see but i think liverpool will come out with this quite well um you know someone says there you have to trust you have to trust that michael edwards he has he's earned that right absolutely the whole listen it's only not only michael edwards the whole financial team behind this and look i'm not i'm not arguing the, but like i was talking to grizz about it earlier and and Grizz was saying no it's 76 and it's 70 this and it's 70 that and i was saying no 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 the only number we have is 30 you know, if we go off and win a league in a European Cup, we could we could end up with twenty percent of sales could bring us up to one hundred and ten million. But if we if we fell off a cliff next week, we're in, we could be in a ten year deal that, that that could be getting us fifty million. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. you can't put an actual number on it. Now I know they'll 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 run data and stuff like that. But the the point I'm trying to make is it's 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 an incentive based deal, which is fair enough. But I just feel I felt thirty million. I'd rather they said, look, I'll give you fifty. You know what yeah. I mean? Fifty or sixty and ten percent. Do you get yeah. me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'd like a higher number guaranteed for oh, ten years. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just that, that's just my feeling on it. Um, Al says his girlfriend says New Balance girls LFC wear is very limited versus Nike for other teams. So she says. Well, look, she is the ex. She's going to be the um, the uh, the I suppose the day trippers expert on New Balance girls wear. Listen, no one else is doing it, so she, she can do it if she likes. Um, did you see the laughable fine Barca got demo for tapping up Griezmann? The fine was 300 quid, says Chris Brack. <laughs> that was unreal, isn't it? And they're appealing it, which is unbelievable. Okay, I didn't see it. <laughs> they, they basically got a, a fine of something like 200 and 300 euro, 200, whatever it was. I think it was around 300 euro, yeah. And for tapping up Griezmann. While he was still in his contract. And Barcelona, instead of taking it and going, all right, they're going, no, 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 oh, we'll appeal that. Yeah. So. It's, I think, come here, we, we, I think we've all seen where our own players, like Barcelona come knocking, the, the players are gone, and you can be guaranteed that it hasn't been done to the proper channels originally, you know, because the players' heads are torn before, before the even bids come in. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, I don't know. I just don't like them as a club. I really don't. Either. No, the way the act. Listen, the way the act is. Do you know what the gas thing about it is, Demo? The way the act is nearly. It's a given now, and people kind of go, "Ah, oh, that's just the way Barcelona go on." You know the kind of way. You that, know that's I mean? exactly. It's acceptable. It's acceptable that there are assholes. Yeah. You just have to know it. It's no, what? No, what? I, I just. I hate everything about them at the minute. Um, and they and then they kicked up the massive fuss when. Um, when Neymar got his contract bought out for the full for the full bio and they went absolutely yeah. apeshit about it. and I thought, Well mate, you're being done like you've done everyone else, you know that way. So um yeah. look, I just wanted to touch on it. Uh, North Red asked Damo, quick quick yes or no, Suarez linked with a comeback to Anfield. A few if there's a few links today, I don't know how how solid or concrete they are, but it was thrown around social media today. Quick one for you, Damo. Would you take him back, yes or no? In a happy. In a happy, yeah. The the the, the fella's a born winner, like we went out last last year and we played Barcelona in Barcelona and he was an absolute scumbag. Everything I love about football, like he played to win, didn't care he used to play for us. He, he didn't give a toss about it. He went out and he won the game. He rolled everybody up as he does. And we, like, I, I had to laugh when I went on Twitter. And I was looking at the Liverpool fans fuming over it. That's what we used to love him for. That's what we idolised him over. And if we, could, if we could manage to get that player in and lose nobody... Jesus Christ, that that is an addition and a half. Because still at this moment in time, he's still a very, very good player. He's still excellent at, at Barcelona. And he was excellent against us last year. Like, um, and I, I just love his, his mentality. Like he's, he's a nasty, horrible little player. 
oh, he, he's a he's a winner. And listen, I, I, I just have a soft spot for that type of player because they they they, they, they don't care. They, they just purely are driven to win. And if you can get that player in around that club, and it doesn't take away from what you already have. Jesus Christ, that's some addition. Mm. I don't think it would happen. No. I, 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 I really don't think it would happen, but Jesus, I, I take him in a heartbeat once we didn't lose and that we already had. Yeah. The, Kevin Sullivan says, as far as contract is up and he's using it to get an extension, never go back. Uh, Chris Brack says he can't see Suarez except in being a squad player. He could, he could cause trouble. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's because he goes around biting people, you know. And in fairness, people would people would point to the time when when he wanted to go, when he, he he trained on his own, and he was doing interviews in in papers about being victimised at Liverpool and all sorts of stuff. Like people forget that when they go on about Coutinho and stuff like that, they, they forget what Suarez done, you know. They, they forget what Michael Owen done. They forget what, it's it's you know whatever whatever's happening right now is what what people seem to remember. But um, as a, as a footballer, I'd have him back tomorrow. I would have had Coutinho back tomorrow, um, because you can't have enough good footballers in my opinion. Um, yeah. Look, just 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 going and looking at um, just going and looking at a, a couple of oh sorry before I go on sorry Damo before I go on right uh, we we get a free bet off Paddy Power every week right um, yeah. Paddy Power give us this bet and we put it on. A, we put it on Liverpool in some sort of way, and any winnings we get goes towards charity, right? We're, we, we've been completely unsuccessful so far, but we're trying to rein it in and, and pick, you know, more realistic bets, right? So, um, if people want to throw in their, their suggestions between now and the end of the show, which is about ten minutes away, let me know what you think. I'm going to pick one of the pick one of the bets and put it on for tomorrow. Be realistic about it, lads. You know, um, and we try even if it's three to one, and you get sixty quid going. You know what I mean? Just to get the pot moving. You know, um, just to let you know that, that that's what we're looking for as well. I will put out a tweet afterwards as well for people to come along and suggest the bet for tomorrow and I'll make a decision early in the morning before I put the bet on and I'll let people know online what we have done as well. But Damo, just there's a couple of um there's a couple of fixtures I suppose that are interesting to me over the over the weekend. Um and I just wanted to get your thoughts on them because people do ask us about what do you think of Everton, what do you think of City, Chelsea, United, stuff like that. Um so I'm gonna pick out I'm gonna pick out two of them. Um the first one I'm going to pick out is Everton against City. It's half five tomorrow tomorrow evening. Um, I said last week, I thought Everton were appalling against Sheffield United, although Sheffield United were really well set up. We, we spoke about that. Um, yeah. But I did say last week, you know what? I don't mind Everton going into a game against Man City where... You know, not listen. If they had an extra four points this season, they go, "Oh, we get beaten by City, but we've had a decent start." But they've been shy, Damo. I I don't mind them going into a game where the manager's thinking, "I could be gone here. I could be really gone here." And the players, it could turn really toxic on the players within the ground. I'm happy with that to happen going into a City game for Everton. Are you? Yeah, it was the one thing I, I, I was speaking to one of the lads and woke about that. I was quite happy for for Everton to lose last week because. They, they were probably looking at the game on paper. They'd be looking at the fixtures that are coming up. That they probably would have said, "Okay, we'll take three points against Sheffield United because we probably won't take three against City." Now they're going into a game against City where they possibly need three points, or as you just said, the manager is in a bit of bother. Um, but the one thing I think we'll get from tomorrow, the, the last couple of times Everton have played City, I felt they've rolled over. Um, no, they, put, they, put, they put up to them a little bit last season at Goodison. I think they got beaten two 0 in the end. But I, yeah. I do remember City, City putting out with these team, and I think Everton rested a couple of their, their bigger players in that game, which was a bit mad. 
Yeah, I was saying, like, always probably just looking at it through Liverpool tinted glasses, probably wanted a bit more from them. They were probably just outclassed by a better side, but I just felt in the last couple of the times they played them, they might have taken, not had the kind of, the foot in the gas, like, as much as they should have. Again, I'm probably just being a little bit Liverpool orientated here and thinking that. But tomorrow, because of the way they lost last week, I think they need a performance as much as a result. So, I think it'll be a, it'll be a good game. Mm. I definitely think it'll be a good game. Um, I would like to see Everton play them, try take them on, and, and not try contain them and damage limitation. Because I, I don't think Everton play like that. Like, in fairness, I watched them a few times, um, and I know we all get a laugh and, ja- a, 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 a laugh and joke out of them, but um, at times they, they, they can be very good um, in, their, in, in their passages of play. And when it comes off for them, they play well. And I think that's how they need to play City. Um, and if they play City and they take them on, they might get a little bit of joy out of them. But I'm just looking forward to it because they need a result and they need a performance because of what happened last week. And like the, the grounds are starting to come around about uh, the manager there. And he's going to want a reaction. And I'm sure the players are going to want a reaction. So it's, it's a good time for us to have everything play City. Put it that way. Um, you, you can know that. That they're going to play them and they're going to at least try to take them on. Well, you see, that's the thing because if this was, say, seven games to go in the season, I would expect everything to go in there, lash a load of 23s in and go, listen, we, we have an ant to play for and we don't want to be taking points off City here and let Liverpool get an advantage in the league. Again, like, I, I'm looking there and they have, um, I look, sorry, it's just gone off my screen there. Everton has played 6-1-2, drawn 1, lost 3, scored 5, conceded 9. They're sitting in 14th place in the league. Um, and if it goes the wrong way for them here at the weekend, you can see them being very close to the, bo- to the, bottom, to the bottom tree. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I just I just feel like if you're going to get a scenario where Everton have to come out fighting, where Goodison has to get up for it, where they get in City's face, and I think this is the scenario, not playing well, hovering, Players not really showing up, you know, and the manager under under pressure because I I looked at the fixtures for the next couple after this and, and they're not easy. And if they lose there, it's usually a giveaway loss against City. But if they lose there, the starts a roll. I think they go away to Burnley after this and stuff like that. It could be really really bad, really really bad for them. Chris Brack reckons the end of the end of the weekend gap will be five points. Um, Kev O'Sullivan says Silva is one for out the door. Honestly, can see another Watford four or five to City. Um, Chris Brack says imagine a Delft winner. Uh, Stephen Max said a seven point lead come half seven tomorrow night. Um, oh, do you know what? That's the one I fancy. I fancy everything to, don't get me wrong, City could absolutely look malavogue them around the place tomorrow, the demo, but I just have that little sneaky feeling that this scenario suits, suits what everything, you know, it focuses their mind on what they need to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with you there. I think they, they, as I just said a few minutes ago, I think the, the loss last week, as much as the performance, um, like they, they did a lot of possession against um, Sheffield United, and it probably didn't suit them. They, they probably need a, little, a team to come on them a little bit more, um, which City will, and they'll create gaps. I, like, I, I, we've all seen games at Goodison. The place can be a cauldron, um, and they can get up for games. If the fans are up for it, the team might be up for it. Under the lights, half five on a Saturday. I, I actually think this could be a, one of the games of the weekend, um, if, if Everton fancy it. And, I'd be disappointed with them if if they don't 
at least have a go. Um, because they need a reaction from last week. And, and at least, like I'm sure as an Everton fan, if they get playing City tomorrow, you're thinking, okay, it's, you're, you're marking it down already as a loss and you're thinking, at least give us a performance. And I, I'd be even more pissed off if I, if I was an Everton fan tomorrow, going out and lacklustrely rolling over for City, where at least if you get beaten, but you get beaten, going down fighting, you will be happy and you could kind of buy into what the manager's doing and say, well, okay, we'll give you another little bit more time. Where if they go out and they play tomorrow, get rolled over, get thumped with a couple of goals, Silver could be up for the chop on Monday, you know? Yeah, that's, so, the, that's the way it could be because, like, I've spoken to one or two Everton fans and the, the, the way they, the way they think is, look, he's, he's got a lot of money to spend. They've done a decent job getting rid of players that he didn't want, but it still looks, it still looks a lopsided squad to them, you know? And, and then, like, for me looking at Everton, you know, not a decent, a decent starting 11. You know, they've, they've decent midfielders. They've, they've a bit up front, you know, Richarlison and, and different things, Sigurdsson when he's on it. But then when you go on to the bench and you're looking at Walker coming on, and I genuinely don't know how that fella is a top half of the Premier League player. Or he's with a club that wants to be in the top half of the Premier League. He offers them nothing. Offers them nothing. So I, I, but I hope, um, I hope everything go and try do something. Um, and like, like I said, focus, mine's focused, trying to do something for the manager, get the fans back on side, nothing to lose attitude, never say die attitude and come over. But Damon, what, what, what's your prediction on that one? Um, I think, I think everyone will be in the game up to about the 60th minute and I think City might just have too much firepower from in the end. Um, I, I, I think Everton put it up to them, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think they'll make it easy. As much as we have a problem going to Sheffield United, I think that'll be a hard game for us. Mm-hmm. I think this is equally as hard for City going yeah. to Everton. Because yeah. they're off the back of Thump and Wofford. They're going to show up down there tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And with the handbrake off, you know what I mean? And, and they're, they're going to think they're just going to show up and Everton roll over. Um, I don't think it's the case. It, it could be, they could be up against a wounded animal tomorrow. I, I, I would like to think that. Um, but it all depends what way them players are with the manager. Um, at the minute, it, it, it doesn't look like they've really bought into this to, to what he's trying to do because it's so up and down, you know. And it, like one week they can look great and other weeks they can look terrible. So it's it's still a work in progress for, for the manager. But that kind of work in progress can be cut short very very quickly, especially if they take a hiding tomorrow uh, without. Kind of even trying, and, and but that's why I don't think it'll happen. I think we'll get some kind of reaction out of everything. Whether they win the game, I don't think they will. Uh, but I'd at least like to see them put it up to see, which I think they will. So score prediction? I think it'd be two one C. Two one C. I'm going to be ever the optimist, and I'm going to go for a two two draw. Um, and I, I, if that comes off, I'll absolutely be delighted. The last one I want to touch on, the second and last one I want to touch on, Damon, is Monday night. It's C or it's United against Arsenal. This. This is always a massive fixture in the Premier League calendar, but this one just feels a bit strange. A bit like it did last season. It was a two-all draw at Old Trafford. It was a crazy game. There was chances all over the place. But um, Arsenal, you know, people are making out Arsenal and this and Arsenal and that. Like, like in fairness, Arsenal, you know, they started the season. They've 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 been okay. Um, I think they would have liked them to be a bit to be a bit better than they are. Seeing as that this is um, you know your man's second is it Emery or what? What's his yeah. name? Yeah, um, it's his second 
season and they're looking to kick on. But when you look at it, they've played six, won three, drew two, lost one, goal difference of one, um, fourth in the table. You know, as good a challenger as anyone else to, to the top four for me. But United, um, they look all at sea, Damo, and don't get me wrong, it's it's something I've I've I love to see because I've put up with United for long enough to be perfectly honest with you. If they if they weren't part of our conversation for 10, 15 years, I would absolutely be delighted. Um, but but they look all at sea, Damo, and, and there seems to be major issues there, doesn't there? Like from from players to to to, to manager to. to to, to staff, to, to owners, to man, you know, directors of football, wherever they are, it it just looks a mess there, Damo. It does, um, and as you as you quite rightly said, there's a lot of problems. There's there's a lot of problems that's causing this. But the biggest problem at the moment is you have a manager who's completely overstepped, and uh, I'm I'm not even joking there. The the fella is so far overstepped. Um, look, I think. His last managerial role, his last game before he went to Man United, um, whatever role he took up at Man United, he was beaten 5-2 by Linfield, you know, and now he's managing what people will call the biggest club in the world. And I remember watching them last year and they kind of went on a roll of winning games and I watched them and I was thinking, he's doing no different to what Mourinho was doing. I don't see... He was still playing the same way, but he was getting results. And they looked. Remember, they were playing the same way, but he, they looked to be trying a little bit harder for him. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I remember I was sitting having a point with one of my friends, a United fan, and I, I said it to him. I says, "You're playing no different than you did under Jose. The difference is the lads are trying for the manager, and they, they, they squeaked a couple of results out. They, they had, I think, they won 14 on the spin, but I think you could take six or seven them games out and you could say that they were definitely winnable games as it was even if they were playing poor and I think Jose possibly could have won the vast majority of them games even with the team the way it was but that club was in an absolute mess at the minute um, it's, it's from the owners all the way down uh, the owners isn't the best and I believe the ground is, is, is starting to yeah, fall down I've heard, Everything, I've, yeah, everything's just wrong Everything is wrong. I, I've, I've heard different things on different podcasts from United fans and, and they're saying that there's leaks all over Old Trafford that hasn't been painted in so long. It looks dated. You know, no, look, that, that might be trivial, but you know, these are fans that pay a lot of money to go to the, the what, the biggest, the biggest league ground in, in the country. You know, yeah. um, you know, the, the shining light for, for the Premier League and Sky Sports and everybody else over 20 years. But, but then you look at just talks, you know, I've, I've seen stupid and look, they mightn't be true, but this, this is the sort of stuff that's going on. Like United went out and had a clear the air meeting with players and Pogba didn't show up. You know, all this sort of shit. Um, you know, now that might be true, but this is the sort of stuff that's being able to be put into the press or, yeah. or, or on social media and it can easily be believed. You know the kind of way, and that never happened under Ferguson. As much as people don't like him, you have to have a grudging respect and and admiration towards Alex Ferguson because he would never let anything happen like that. And if it came out in the press, he'd just get on and go, "Don't let him in there, door again." And I'll show you how it's done. You know, everyone's having a field day on them. You know, there's talks of Pogba was not happy. There's talks that players weren't happy the other night because a young lad was given the captaincy in the League Cup. You've you've a manager there that's coming out going, "I'm really happy with what they're doing and we're trying and we're getting into these positions and all." And it's mad. Like I see, I seen a clip of him coming out of the sideline against West Ham, and he's trying to get words out of his mouth, and nothing's coming out of his mouth, and he's just waving his arms around 
But it's it was, a, it's it was a David Moyes moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's mad. And then you go to Wood, Woodward, and and Phil Jones is in there. Now talk is Phil Jones said sack in the morning. He didn't. He said something along the lines of "That's poor," and the yeah. guy turned around and did say, "You're on camera. Stop." You know, and but you see, that's the thing. You know, the cameras are on 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 Ed Woodward and, and the players in the stand as much as they are on the pitch. You know, yeah. um, the signings they've made. All right, Daniel James looks all right. Wambasaka after a decent start to his United career, people raving about him. A few United fans have had a word about him as well. You know, um, you've talked of Pogba wanting now. It's it's just a complete and utter mess, and it reminds me so much of of when I was what ten, eleven years of age and watching Liverpool, and you were going, "Who the fuck are these players?" Yeah. Who it is? And what's he doing? What's that manager? We don't play like this. It's absolutely insane, you know? Um, North Red says, long may I continue. I hate the sight of them. I detest them. I loathe them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, piss on them. Um, you get the picture, he says. Yeah. Um, Carl Duff says, United are a mess. I'm loving every minute of it. Most of Liverpool fans are, but I do find it intriguing watching it. I'm watching something that's a massive money making machine. You know, it's a global money making machine, let's be honest about it, because they took the jump early in the nineties and got ahead of everybody. And even though money is getting more and more, they're getting more and more on top of it. You know, mm-hmm. um Phil Jones video would never happen under Fergie. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah um he didn't say sacked in the morning though. I will I will, I will stand by that. Um like um like, see, sorry, like, like yeah go on. There's just one thing I want to say about that um Man United are basically what we were in the 90s and, and through the 2000s. And, and, and what they've done is exactly what we've done. They've gone away from their philosophy. Yeah. So we, we, we moved away from, we, we always played an open attacking brand of football uh, from Shankly all the way through and with Kenny. We, we tried to continue with them. With Sionis, he didn't buy into it. He had his own ideas. We tried to bring it back with Evans, and it was slowly starting to come back in. It was a bit more open. It was attacking. Well, we were we were tactically and defensively naive. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. But then we bring in Julier and Benitez and defensive-minded managers, mm-hmm. and that's what United have done. They've moved away from that philosophy. That's where a director of football should always be at a club, in my opinion, because you should always be identifying with this. We play this way. We play an open brand of football. We're going to attack you. We're going to go at you. And United have done the exact thing that we don't. They went and they heard Moyes, a manager who's not... They were, they were too romantic over a day, demo. Yeah, yeah. They, they just thought they could hurt anybody and it would just keep rolling on. But romanticism does, doesn't work in football. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Sen- sentiment and romanticism has nothing to do with it. It's like Newcastle decided to give Alan Shearer the job when their fucking arse was on the floor trying to avoid relegation. And he got nowhere fucking close to it. They just thought, well, he's our best ever player. Alan Shearer will do it for us. You know, Liverpool went with, soon as was a bad, bad appointment. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's just, that's just, and listen, it was a bad appointment in hindsight because he was doing very well at Rangers, who at the time were, were strong, were a really fucking strong side when he came yeah. from Rangers, you know? Um, the, the, the hurling that leash was romanticism. Uh, all right, it went okay for six months and then it fell on its arse. You know what I mean? And, and this, and it's an absolute mirror image of what's, what went on with Daglish at Liverpool as it is what, what's, what's going on at, at United. You know, like Daglish comes in, he takes over from, from, um, he takes over from that other fucking Egypt, um, Hodgson, right? And he comes in and he gets the players going again and everything's great and all and stuff like that. Now don't get me wrong, in the second season, um, when he gets, when he gets that job again, he gets them to, um, a league cup and, a, and an FA cup final, you know? Um, and that's fine, but the league form was appalling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if, if, if Solskjaer went and done that now, 
people will go, oh, well, he's actually getting the League Cup and the thing. And what happens is it gets into your head that this is actually all right. And yeah. it's not all right. So it's just it's just one of those things. I think it's a massive, um, it's something we could talk, like people say, why are you talking about United or Liverpool podcast? Because it's just fucking extremely interesting. And I've gone through it on, on the Liverpool side and, and actually going through it and watching it happen to somebody else of that magnitude, like Liverpool were at that time. You know, um, it, it's, it's it's a little bit enthralling to be what to be honest. That's been perfectly honest with you. But it's a huge chance for Arsenal on, on Monday night demo. Do you agree? Like you know, you don't look like a fit, a fit available striker. You know, um, that they're, they're they're not great at the back. They seem to lack a bit of pace going forward. Arsenal could smell blood here on Monday night. Do you think so? Oh, I think so. Like and like the, the, the Arsenal manager Emery, he, he's on a journey to to make that side in his image. He's still early days into this. He, he he's very attacking minded going forward. When he gets the right combination in the middle of the park of maybe adding a little bit of steel and getting a good centre half, Arsenal are going to be a top top side. And I don't think they're a million miles away from that minute. They're only one or two signings. And if he if he gets them signings right, he's going to have a lot of he, he's going to have a very good side in his hand. And um, I, I think you know at the minute lack direction. They, they have no direction at the minute. The manager doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what way he wants to play. One week he's pressing, the next week he's playing five at the back. He, like, he's, as I said there a minute ago, he's no philosophy in what he wants to do. And like with Jurgen Klopp, we know what we get. Like even when he came in, when we had we hadn't got the players to play a system, he still played the same way. Everyone keeps playing the same way. I'll get the players in eventually that I want, but we're going to play the same way. Where Solskjaer seems to be playing nearly like football manager on the computer. It's reactionary. Oh, it's reactionary, yeah, and he's got to the stage now where he's panic selecting, and the players look a little bit like they don't know what he's doing. His ideas are coming up weekly, changing, chopping and changing. If I was Arsenal, I would smell blood here. I think you know it's shocking at the back. Even Adam McGuire, and I don't think he's made him any better. Um, I think they could be better. I just don't think the manager has it in him to make them any better, um, and. Yeah, dead right. I think Arsenal could smell blood here. They've got more firepower, I think, than United, and they're both equally as bad at the back. Um, I was just looking at the, the stats between them there. I, th- I think there's always been four or five goals between them um, yeah. in this fixture uh, historically. Oh, like, the, the, game, the, the, game, the game at Old Trafford last year, um, I think it was around December, was it? Last year, and it, it genuinely could have been five all. It ended yeah. two all. It was. It was. Mad, like it was just every time someone went forward, they were like, "He's in on goal." You know, it was like it was like you know when you play FIFA with your mates, and you yeah. know, it's just uh, look, no defend, and just see who scores the most. It was mad, like yeah. completely and utterly insane. Like, what's your score prediction on it? What, two two, two two. Um, and I'm saying that again because like uh, Everton, I think you know it needs a reaction. And I think to be going on uh, adrenaline as as much, and and that can be a huge difference in any team, um, in any game. It can be a kind of bit of a leveller um, where like, you might lack the quality, but because you're going on adrenaline, you know you need something out of it. You're at home, you're against one of your major rivals. You might see them spark a little bit of performance and might squeak a little bit more out of them. So, yeah, I think, I think they'll get a result because, as I said, uh, Arsenal are still lacking a bit of steel in that squad. Um, and that's, that's their biggest problem. Is that because they, they look very good going forward and they look very good in certain situations, but the middle and their centre halves are 
they're power and hoof. And they are, they're, they're, they're there to be got, as we proved, you know, it's, they're, they're, once you get at them, that they're very easy to get in at. Yeah, Chris Brack says it'd be so Arsenal to lose 1-0 to a Woeful United side. North Red reckons Arsenal 3-1. Uh, just keep Oli at the wheel. Uh, United are like an Everton, a mix, a mix, a mix mash of different managers signings. Stephen Max says 4-1 to the Arsenal. Um, you know what? I, I think you're spot on, Damo. I think this is one where United do need a reaction of some sort. A, a win for Arsenal, um, could, Get them going, really get them going. I don't think a win for United gets them going. I think they're they're just too all over the place. They could go and win this and then lose next week. That's just the they're way they just the way they are. You know, they just they just limp on. Yeah, they, they just exactly. And the problem the problem is like someone said there nine hundred million spent in Ferguson. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a lot of money. But when you have a club there, the owners want to take money out. The the chief executive or whatever title that that man has, um, he he doesn't know whether to be. Going to the owners and saying, look, this is a problem. Then you have a manager who I believe is, is not too sure if he's yeah. going to have a job month to month, depending yeah. on how it goes. I genuinely believe that. But I'm going to go against most things I've said there. And I think United win a 2-1. I right. think, that, I think they look for reaction. And I'll tell you why. Arsenal will smell blood. If Arsenal overcommit, that's where they have a problem on the break. Um, yeah. on the break, Arsenal are appalling. Um, Spurs done it to them over and over again. Um, in a game where Spurs should have been out of sight. And I, although United are saying lack pace, I think Arsenal overcommit here um, and be too confident. I think they might get caught. I think Arsenal have a phobia about going to big grounds and going away as well. So I'm going to just go with United 2-1. Um, the bet of the week, I've seen somebody saying there, Liverpool to win and Mane, Salah and Firmino all to have a shot on target. I'm going to get that bet. I'm going to get the price and I'm going to price it up. Uh, get the bet on and have it for you tomorrow morning before the game. That's the bet. I don't know who put it in. i just seen it come up on the screen. That's the one I'm going to go with. Um, I'll go. give you one for Gav if you're interested. Yeah, go on. We're always interested. One goal, mm-hmm. four corners and one yellow card all before the 13th minute. One goal, four corners, and one card before the fortieth minute. Fortieth minute. There's a no, goal. No, I said I thought it'd be nil all at half time tomorrow, but listen, that's not a bad bet. I think that's eight to one. Okay, that's a decent one. That's a decent one. Right, we better go, Damon. We're on this fifty minutes. We're taking the piss. Um, yeah. No, but look, Damon. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk again next week. Yeah. Take it easy, pal. Yeah, okay. All the best. All the best. Uh, that has been the Fatback for Daily um, for your Friday the 27th of September. Enjoy what's left of your Friday night. Enjoy the Liverpool game tomorrow. Uh, hopefully the Reds come up with another three points and Everton go and do something against City and that gap can be made that little bit bigger. Um, as always, it's brought to you by Paddy Power. If you have, you know the bet, I'm going to put on, I'm going to go and sort that now. If you feel you have a better one, tweet me at the LFC Day Trippers and um, I might take that on board as well. I might even split the bet. But listen, thanks for watching. Thanks for all your comments. It's been brilliant as usual. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.